everybody. I have a hi everybody. I have a message from Ring Central's Glip. Did you know that most workers waste up to 60 minutes a day navigating between apps every single day? That's 32 days a year. With Glip, you'll get team messaging and collaboration in one digital workspace, which means no more hopping in and out of apps. 52% of employees say that ineffective communication is the number one factor to workplace failures, and Glip gives you free chat, video meetings, and screen share for better, faster team collaboration. I want you guys to try Glip. You can sign up for a free Glip account to get unlimited access to team messaging, task management, file sharing, file storage, and more. You go to glip.com slash techno. That's G-L-I-P dot com slash techno. Glip.com slash techno. That's Glip from Ring Central. I'd like you to try it out. I really like it. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Techtopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have Valentina Isakina. She's a managing director at financial institutions. Uh, you come out of Columbus, actually, one of my, my hometown. Valentina. Yes, yes, it's a lovely town, and uh, hello, John. Good to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, super. So why don't you tell us what you're working on now, and, uh, and then we can get into uh, the questions on the future. Absolutely. Um, I run the financial uh, services sector for Ohio from the economic development and growth perspective. We just, believe it or not, became the fifth largest financial services sector in the country. Uh, a fantastic accomplishment. Uh, really speaks to the uh, dynamics and uh, the momentum that has been happening here in the Midwest, um, Ohio and Columbus, uh, your hometown. Mm -hmm. uh, very exciting. Uh, so happy to talk about that and uh, your future questions. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe the future for the Midwest. I mean, the the anti-utopianist view, the dystopian view of the whole operation is that it becomes even more flyover country. What's being done to prevent that, I guess, uh, from a from a general general perspective? Yeah, it's a, it's a very good question. And I take a slightly different view on Ohio and my perspective is slightly different because as you can tell by my accent, I'm not from here originally. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of international work um, all over the world um, and was headhunted into my role. So I came with a different perspective and I see things differently. Um, we can talk specifically about the financial services sector or broaden it, but what separates Midwest uh, from a few other uh, areas of the world or uh, areas of the United States is the fact that there is a very good combination of skills that is very difficult to find in other places. Now, you can argue that some of the skills are still nascent. Uh, they need to be developed, and this is what Ohio is working on. But if you look at the future and what it requires, it really requires a blend of knowledge-based economy, and very good understanding of the operations, traditional manufacturing, uh, and the place where people know how to make things, right? Oftentimes, um, uh, focus is, is, is placed on only the knowledge piece or only the manufacturing piece. And then uh, if something goes wrong, then the, the uh, economic platform breaks down. Um, I think the, the, the American Midwest is very well positioned to capitalize on the future because if you focus on the blend of those skills, then regardless of what the future brings, you will be in a good place to execute on that. Mm, okay, so what are, what's being done to capitalize on that? Well, on the manufacturing side, um, there has been quite a bit in the last, I would say, eight to 10 years, uh, in Ohio in particular, 
sector bringing a lot of uh, jobs that were uh, displaced uh, back into the economy. Uh, 500 plus jobs, 500,000 jobs have been created uh, under this um, administration. And Jobs Ohio has played a big role in that. On the knowledge uh, side, uh, there has been a large investment made into the educational uh, um, uh, side, whether it's financial services or IT, uh, organizations like JP Morgan Chase, uh, IBM, uh, partnering with local uh, universities, which are really world-class universities, such as Ohio State University, um, Otterbein University, to bring practical knowledge into the classrooms. So the um, executives and, and experienced uh, fintechies and uh, professionals uh, in technology um, are, are beginning to teach courses uh, directly to, to bring that practical element to the students versus uh, them just teaching from uh, learning from the textbooks. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to... I've I've seen I've tried to be a I've tried to be a booster for the Midwest for a while and it's just gotten a little frustrating to see because I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the news I, I I always tell this I always say that there's more news that comes out of I don't know Carnegie Mellon for example on a single day than comes out of the Midwest for um, year and <laughs> and I I I rate innovation based on. <clears throat> I guess consumer grade tech stuff that changes people's lives as opposed to making it slightly better to uh I don't know move a pig from one side of the state to the other. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to it's kind of hard for me to gauge. I mean, what's the what's the what's the answer to success? What's the what's the definition of success for a for a midwestern uh midwestern city? Yes, I think you're very right on the fact that uh, some of the Midwestern uh, locations in Ohio is not an exception, have been uh, maybe too subtle in the way they go to market. And we actually recognize it as one of the development opportunities for Ohio to speak uh, about its assets uh, in a broader, uh, uh, on a broader platform, uh, whether it's domestic or international. Um, for example, when, when I travel internationally, when I travel domestically, uh, people don't know what the Ohio uh, has to offer and what the Ohio Financial Services has to offer. But when you start talking about the uh, fifth largest Fortune 500 uh, headquarter location, fifth largest Fortune 1000 headquarter location, fifth largest financial services sector in the country, um, people eye, people's eyes are starting to open to open up. Um, now, I, I, we need to do this in a, a much more um, uh, comprehensive and scaled way so that the message resonates. Part of it, to your point, is not being <clears throat> overweight. Um, it's, it's very important that people are able to find us on the map and, and come here and experience it. So there is quite a bit of work to be done. Um, I like what Carnegie Mellon is doing. I think it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic university. Uh, their AI program is probably one of the best in the world. Um, so there is a lot to learn from there. And, um, that's what the Midwestern states and cities have to do. They have to learn from the best practices and implement it. Humbleness is great, but uh, mm -hmm. there is there is an opportunity to, to step up and start talking about what's here. Yeah, and there's, there's an endless there's this endless ah shucks attitude of like the the Midwest doesn't want to talk about its successes, but then that means the Midwest doesn't have any visible successes, which is very frustrating to me. 
And then when I tell when I tell folks that in Columbus, for example, everybody says it's the highest growth rate, et cetera, et cetera. But what is that? What is that? Uh, extrapolate out to i mean my my fear is that the idyllic clintonville that i grew up in turns into uh some kind of weird urban core and growth isn't good in that front it improves the tax it improves the tax base but you don't want a sprawling city like las vegas in the middle of uh the fields of the fields of ohio that's right and i agree with that 100 percent. there is a perfect balance between vibrancy and economic congestion, right? And Mm -hmm. the economic congestion is one of those things that may happen very quickly and you will not be able to manage it. And uh, I actually spent probably 10 years of my life um, in Atlanta and lived through what Atlanta has gone through. Yeah, that's too bad. uh, Yes, during the Olympics (laughs) and and what happened there. I mean, on one hand, Atlanta is a fantastic place to live and, and great growth story. On the other hand, it's a bit of a victim of its own success, where the the traffic congestion and the economic congestion in general is getting to the point where it's difficult to do business. Um, so obviously, when Midwestern cities are thinking about growth and the future uh, of them of of, of their um, uh, uh, for their citizens and and, and their residents, uh, that's something that needs to be kept in mind. So in in twenty years, what does what does a city like Columbus have to offer that? other cities don't. Um, I'm thinking in terms of you go to Dubai and you see the futuristic city. You go to New York, you see the, 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 the dense hive of activity. You go to Dallas, you see energy. Uh, what do these cities have to offer? Are they just bedroom communities for, for big corporations or, are they, uh, or do they have something special that they offer? <laughs> uh, bedroom community does not sound very appealing, right? Yeah, yeah. In the case of Columbus and maybe uh, other Ohio cities have have something very similar, which we can talk to uh, a bit as well. Uh, Columbus has a fantastic asset, which is called the Columbus Partnership. It's a group of senior executives who have either grown up here or came here a long time ago and are very dedicated to the community and its success. And they are very smart planners. They understand the opportunities and the challenges. They are global executives of organizations like L Brands, for example. And uh, in terms of the future, um, they understand what needs to happen in, in the community and also understand the challenges and the obstacles that are in front of them. They created uh, an economic development corporation that's focusing on the Columbus region in particular. It's called Columbus 2020. They're our partner uh, for this, for the Central Ohio region. The Columbus 2020 uh, organization has already accomplished most of its objectives. And again, 2020, right? We are not in 2020 yet. Um, and now they're working on a new strategy to, to propel them in even further. So I feel that Columbus is in very good hands. In terms of your question, what, let's say, 20 years from now Columbus would look like, I would say that, uh, again, this is kind of based on my um, um, uh, one data point of, of uh, Atlanta experience. Mm-hmm. I see Columbus very similar to Atlanta <clears throat> in the ways, but maybe being able to avoid the challenges that Atlanta has, um, uh, has, uh, has developed uh, of traffic and congestion and, and, and difficult time uh, commuting. Um, so uh, tons of potential. I mean, presumably uh, at that point, you, you guys are going to have the smart city cars driving everybody around, but 
That's so, right. That's yeah. one of the elements again. But then yes. everybody, then everybody gets that. Is that's right? <laughs> is hiring a bunch of old guys at, who've been in corporations really the answer to to innovation? Uh, it's a very good question. I think if you had asked me this question maybe ten years ago, where when innovation was at a slightly different stage, I would have said given that stage of innovation where a lot of that was user experience and required light touch, uh, you probably needed um, uh, folks who were more versed in that element of it. But innovation of 10 years later, innovation of today, requires quite a bit of depth and understanding of the industry. So whether you're looking at fintech or healthcare tech or, or other techs, right, reg tech, um, just the user experience element of it, which is uh, where, um, you know, let's say 10 years, 15 years ago, the innovation was, is not enough. You really need to go deeper into the core. You need to understand the problems of the industries. And that only comes with the experience. So I really see the best of the experienced professionals and the younger tech savvy uh, millennial community coming together to address those needs. Mm -hmm. Will you be in Columbus in 20 years? Are you going to stay there? Well, uh, I have three kids, <laughs> uh, eight and under, so oftentimes, and uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm not an exception, uh, we start making decisions what our children need uh, need versus what, what we need. My oldest is in golf. Uh, we have a very uh, amazing golfer that, that came out of the Columbus area, Jack Nicholas. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see, let's see where, where that takes us. Um, but uh, it's been a blessing to be here. We moved here about seven years ago, uh, two of my three children were born in Ohio. Um, it's a wonderful place to live, and I recommend strongly to everybody uh, to just come and visit. Um. <laughs> so, if I'm, so if I'm a small startup uh, going to Ohio, for example, and I want to build something cool, what, what, what's my process? How do I do it? Yes, uh, we have uh, uh, quite a few opportunities for startups. Uh, there are local um, teams that are working on supporting early stage uh, startups. They're community-based, they're uh, region-based, they're city-based, they're state-based. Uh, so there is quite a bit of an ecosystem to plug into. Um, there are various organizations that are focusing on funding uh, early stage startups, whether it's angel funds or um, uh, public-private partnerships such as Rev1, Sincitech, uh, Jumpstart, Sincitech is in uh, Cincinnati, uh, Jumpstart is in Cleveland. Uh, as startups uh, become uh, more mature and start looking for growth, there are opportunities for them to come to organizations like Jobs Ohio and start looking at uh, larger uh, support elements, whether it's non-dilutive uh, software development um, uh, investment or uh, revitalization funds or uh, talent um, or traditional economic development uh, opportunities. One thing that startups will find very, uh, very attractive in a place uh, like Columbus or Cincinnati or Cleveland or Midwest in general is the cost of operation. Uh, startups typically need three things. They need uh, access to talent, which is, of course, you need universities, right? Uh, they, have, they need access to capital and they need partnerships. Mm -hmm. uh, partnerships from a corporate perspective, from the community perspective, and a community that has all of those three 
at a uh, lower cost can really uh, uh, incubate and grow those startups successfully. Um, if you think about you know, the biggest uh, challenge that startups face, it's typically the burn rate. And if you have a very high burn rate, like many startups have in expensive cities, you may not be here three months from now. Mm -hmm. So how can you find the right incubation home to allow you to function longer uh, while you're aligning your funding, your talent, and your partners? So that's what uh, Midwest, Ohio, Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and other smaller cities uh, are very good at. So we welcome all of them. Okay, how do you get how do you get the word out outside of Columbus though? That's one of the biggest problems that I've that I've talked to folks. Uh, yes, some of them don't want to get the word out, uh, which is one guy I talked to when I was there recently. He said he's too busy building I don't know pipes to to care about spreading the word, which is fine by me. Uh, but the ones who are trying have a really hard time. Yeah, it's it's a very good question. I really think that. Uh, it depends who you're talking to and where uh, they are um, in their role of, of building this ecosystem in the community. If you're talking to a startup, um, of course, they're busy doing what they were set up to do, which is building their company, right, and, and getting to market and getting to that next phase. They, they might not have enough capacity, enough people, enough time to focus on other things. Um, this is, I think, where the opportunity is for the economic development community and for the corporations to support that and get the word out. And this goes back to our conversation a few minutes ago. I don't think we've done enough uh, promoting um, the Midwest, Ohio, mm -hmm. Columbus, other cities, uh, and how wonderful they are for, for that startup community. Um, and again, large corporations should be um, able to step up, step, step up as well and say, uh, we are interested in innovation. These are the types of things that we're doing. These are the types of things that we're interested in. Please come and talk to us. Yep. Now, they already do that, right? They do it through private equity investment directly. They have their own strategic investment pipeline. So they already have channels of communication. Maybe there is an opportunity for them to be a bigger player in the community. And uh, they're doing a fantastic job already, but there is, I think, always uh, uh, an opportunity to do more, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll get there. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That'd be uh, that'd be interesting to see. All right, Valentina, thank you for uh, thank you for this insight. I'd like to. Uh, yeah, everybody should go to Columbus. You can go to uh, <laughs> you can go to Thurman's, uh, get a big Thurmanator. And uh, what else is good there? It's one of the yes. few. It's one of the few places where White Castle is still good. White Castle is amazing yeah. and, uh, <laughs> <over> here. <laughs> yeah. The food right. is amazing, of course. Uh, the, let's not uh, go that far. Let's not go that. Let's not go that far. There's the uh, the food is hearty, uh, as it were. <laughs> I, I, bet right. you, I bet you haven't found any good blini out there yet, though. Uh, well, it's it's it's. I think it's a business uh, business idea that's uh, germinating in my head. So right. yeah, see what happens. <laughs> Valentina's uh, blini hut. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. All right. This has been Technotopia. I'm John Biggs. We will see you next week. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the Internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. 
happyfuncorp.com. Tectotopia is also sponsored by Jaywalk. Jaywalk is a new app that pays you to walk. You can try it out at jaywalk.me. It's created by me, John Biggs, and a few of my friends. jaywalk.me, please check it out.